This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is a way to buy and rent all your favorite games while saving money. Go to Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. Just go to Gamefly.com scoop with an exclamation point and start your free premium 30-day trial today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, scoop. Andrew Goldfarb, Hello. and Sam Claiborne. Three delicious scoops. We've Aww. got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the uh, Switch bundles that GameStop is offering. There might be some shenanigans there. Shenanigans? We're going to talk a little cool. bit about cheat codes. <laughs> cool. That, I know that's Sam likes jam. That's what I got hired for that right topic. Gen, to make wow. cheat codes. That paper seems very... I know. I, I know. Yeah, it's I know, like off-white. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to... This is going to be a social experiment. We're going to see if people notice. <clears throat> but it's got kind oh. of a pleasing... You like it? It's actually... It hurts my eyes. It's goldenrod. Anyway. But Everybody's first. going <laughs> from iTunes straight to YouTube to watch this episode. <laughs> of the video. I've got to see what color <laughs> this paper is. But first, it is that time of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to start talking about Game of the Year. It's time for... It's going to be a short conversation. Game of the Year Watch 2017. Your jingle was way cooler than my jingle. They'll replace all that with... They'll fix that up in post, Damon. Don't worry about it. One of our listeners, Vito in Fort Lauderdale, writes in to say, 2017 has been a blur so far. I absolutely cannot believe the amount of quality releases we've had this year, plus a new console. Can I get a consensus on what the panel thinks is the Game of the Year for the first quarter of 2017? Fast RMX. The best... Best space space distic racing game. Fire isn't that, isn't that game fine? Like that's not even like a. It's not like a terrible game, is it? No, I wasn't okay. making a joke at its expense. 
Yeah. Okay. So since Pokemon Go in this office, I haven't seen more people talk about a single game, and it's Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Pokemon Go didn't win Game of the Year. Didn't even, even get though, nominated, which even is insane. Andrew to me. and I. It's not, not insane. Yeah. Not insane to me. You're insane. Still playing it. <laughs> Cultural see, phenomenon. We Still say playing. we say every year that we want to start recording and publishing in some manner our Game of the Year meetings, but uh, I don't know that people would have enjoyed that. that yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Talk. It was just Justin and I having a stare down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of people saying they really loved it, and me calling Look. them big old dumbs. <laughs> Here's what we got this year. Zelda got a 10 from IGN. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew just gave Persona 5 a 9.7. Oh, bias. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Good. But is it so good? It is. Do you have more than 9.7 Persona toys in your desk? Uh, Yeah. Of course. You've, you've platinum for money have you platinumed it twice now? <laughs> I, I did. I platinumed it in English, and I platinumed it in Japanese. I went back. So I've wow. played through it. going for German next. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could. I've played through it five, <laughs> five and a half times. <laughs> So I have like half time. 230-ish hours. That's too many hours, it's Andrew. Absurd. That's it's too absurd. many. Or is it enough hours? <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. I mean, the fact that I've put that much time into it, and even just talking to people about today and, and going back through my review and doing capture and stuff, I'm like itching to play it again because it's so smart. And, oh, it's just Do you have game. any shiny personas? Mm. Uh, no, no shiny. There are rare ones. I, the best you don't need to tell us All right, all right. You don't need to tell us The elevator pitch I'll give for it really quick. <laughs> no, stop, ah. stop. Is that uh, <laughs> what I keep saying is, you know, Zelda and then last year Final Fantasy, their whole thing was breaking conventions. Persona does the opposite. It leans into a genre. And I think it is the if you like turn based RPGs, it is the turn based RPG It's the definitive like like Ever? pinnacle of the genre. I mean, yeah, it's all the learnings from all of the classic games like give me a perfected. Break. So good. So well, good. cool. I'll have to take your word for it because I don't have time to play it right now. Yeah, oh, man, I'll I, get I, around to it. I would like to play Persona 5 someday, but I don't know when I'm going to be going to be done with Zelda. Bucket and that's list. the whole thing, right? I mean, like. It is so hard to think of something, and like I love Persona, but it is so hard to think of something that will surpass Zelda. Mm -hmm. Because Zelda is, is like you said, everyone's talking about it, but it's also just like, I never want to stop playing that game. Nope. Like I just, every night I put a little bit more time into it, and I, like, I'm purposefully taking my time because I don't want it to end. You messed around with those sand seals yet? I, uh, wrote, I wrote a sand oh, seal last night, yeah. They're totally fun. It's, it's so really good. hard to sneak up with them, though. <laughs> no, no, I rent one. Yeah, you can just rent them. I don't do that. Like 20, I don't take the easy way out. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I've Hot new video game called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, there's also Neo, which got a 9.6 yeah. from IGN. Overrated. Well, did you look at that before you rated? I don't know. I, mean, I just I, wanted I, to one-up it. No. <laughs> no, I mean, Neo is one of those Souls games. Yeah, one yeah. of those. And uh, they're not for me. But it's that really one's, that one's interesting because it's a little bit Diablo-ish and, you know, random remix levels and, and random loot. And, and it. it's, like, Japanese stuff. Yeah. And I like Japanese stuff. I like the yeah. <laughs> I like the change of pace of it is in that it's not, like, the Souls games, atmosphere-wise, are incredible, but they're very much that, like, depressing, dark, yeah. Yeah. It, whereas, like, like Neo is still depressing and dark, but it's, like, a very different type of yeah. setting, which is really cool. What I like about Neo, I mean, I was bagging on it a second ago when I haven't even played it. Um, I, I like that Souls has become a genre now, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. Neo is, like, maybe not the very first because there was uh, Lords of the Fallen, there's been some other games, but we're going to start seeing that influence creep into other genres. And then, like, it's like Dark Souls, but, but you know, this. Or there's it's like a sci-fi one, that. I forget the name of it. We were just yeah, the Surge. the Surge. And so they're going to oh, wow. start taking taking them to different settings and different subgenres of video games. And you're going to see that influence creep out everywhere. So that, that, that I really respect about it. I'd like game. to see a sports one. Mm. Ooh, sports like, yeah. Souls. The Dark Souls of Madden. Yes. Exactly. I mean, all right. Now, 
Speaking of you have my attention in Madden. Justin Davis once famously compared Flappy Bird to Dark Souls. Yeah, that's uh, the second worst thing I've done on IGN. <laughs> then, but then didn't Flappy Souls become a real thing? It's not yeah, a real thing. Yeah, the, the worst thing I did, if anybody's wondering, is the history of video game toilets. <laughs> you mean the best? Wow. Yeah. It might have been that. the best video game toilets. It doesn't matter. It's terrible and I made finally. Remember, you remember when I made Chloe write that pizza feature? Yeah, she, to this day, she <laughs> hasn't forgiven you. Finally, Horizon Zero Dawn got a nine point three from IGN. Great game, man! That game, game got Zelda'd so hard. Yeah, yeah. I really want to go back to it because um, it seems really special. I just barely, like, yeah. I haven't even actually started on my own PS4. Like, I really want to. I played. So uh, I started it a little Super bit pretty. late. Um, uh, well, I mean, I guess it was like release week, but that was a game that some people in the business had a little bit early, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I made it just the like right at the point where the game gets interesting. Like not that it's bad in the beginning, but you don't really fight very big dinosaurs. Like the whole conceit of the game, like pinning them to the ground and figuring out all the neat stuff you can do. Hmm. I just got in the open world and started doing all that stuff when the Switch came out. And yeah. I've just never gone back to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard balancing. Like this is probably the busiest Q1 for like really, really good, strong games that I can ever Heck remember. Yeah. I I beat Horizon. I think it's fantastic. I think tying down those dinosaurs is great and the past like the, there's a six hour run I did at the end because I was like, got to got to beat this for Zelda tomorrow, <laughs> and um, and it's all like really cool sci fi storytelling, like really well done, and Man. the rest of it like has some like you know the voice act it's kind of like Zelda the voice acting isn't great, and there's a bunch of characters whose voices don't match there. That's like my they're, one they're, big complaint about Zelda the voice acting. <laughs> People, well yeah, I thought the voice acting was bad in Horizon, yeah, Ooh, yeah. really really it's bad in Zelda. Yeah, what I've heard of Ashley Birch herself as Dalo seems really good. I, I haven't really. Yeah, the main character is totally good. Yeah, really, and I, great, yeah. I really like Aloy as a character. I think that's like a cool new Sony character to have. Yep. Totally. I'm really cool excited character. about that. I'm gonna do something real quick. I'm gonna push Sam's microphone. Beep. Thanks, you're Dana. Like, you're like leaning farther away than the rest of us, and maybe that's why people were having a hard time hearing you. Anyway, oh. I'm gonna push it back. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put this water on. Uh, Horizon, I think, is like one of the best examples of. Uh, pre-Breath of the Wild open world games. Mm. It's like a it's, great version of what we used to know. Yeah, the open there's world. a line really in the sand. But Breath now we know yeah. of something different. I worry about going back to that game yeah. now and being like, I want to climb that. Oh, man, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Or Assassin's Creed or anything that like yeah. might not have like this no invisible walls to it. Like yeah. even I, I know Assassin's Creed seems like a weird example, but there's definitely parts of Assassin's so Creed you can't climb. I think it's the weird. true test will be when Red Dead comes out. Like when Red Dead is out later this year, comparing that to Breath of the Wild and how <clears> a Rockstar <throat> open world compares to kind of this new sort of metric Nintendo has created, yeah. that's going to be fascinating. Mm -hmm. So Zelda, Persona 5, Neo, and Horizon are the four games that have gotten a nine or a higher uh, from IGN this year so far. I well, think that Snake game is going to get uh, really well. Snake that Pass. Cool. I do. Snake cool. Pass looks cool. A little janky, but like fun uh, because of it. I think yeah. it came in right under the wire, but I believe we gave Nier Automata an 8.9. And yeah. that game's really, really cool, too. That's yet another one I would love to dive yeah. into more. I think I that like one that, really uh, surprised Mass Effect, people. And for, like, Mass Effect's still a very good game. Like Maybe not a game of the year contender. It's a little bit problematic, but yeah. um, I'm still looking forward to playing it. But Mass Effect not being you know the big 9 out of 10, yep. 10 out of it's 10 weird. people expected has given Nier an opportunity to... like That's a game I wasn't really very interested in, but I'm yeah. coming off of Zelda or now. Persona. I think, <laughs> like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I, I think... I think I'm done with Zelda. Like I didn't mm. play it last night, and I it's the like <laughs> I, so, <laughs> the first time in a month. You like, sound like me with Pokemon Go. <laughs> I played Zelda every single night except like a couple nights where I had you know social like I, I couldn't play. And those nights I'm like, want to be playing Zelda. Yeah. Last night's the first night that I didn't play it. I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. Mm. And so I'm I'm ready to move on. Like either I need to go back to Horizon or near. There was no room for that game to breathe. 
But now maybe I think there is. Like I, I saw still some have videos 600 Korok seeds, guys. Yeah. You have 300 of them already? Yeah. Good Lord. Did you find them on your own? <laughs> I've only gotten 18. Yeah. Although, yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm I, like haven't, I mean, we have a great map for it, though, that I will plug, but I haven't been using it because I have oh. to use that for my back. I found 100, and I felt like uh, I was doing real good. I'm at 99. They're all over. It's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get up to 120 before I fight Ganon. Yeah, I made, it, real slow. I made it to about 95, and they're getting very, very hard to find. I definitely want all the shrines. Like, there's yeah. no way I'm going to yeah. say I'm finished. So I, I, okay, so what, like, I, I said I'm done with the game. I think I'm done with just wandering around the game. I think now is the time where I'll pick up a guide and, like, okay, I'll finish it. Yeah, like, clean up. Yeah. I was my, in a place last night in the middle of a places that I've been to a million times, and I was like, wait, I didn't explore these two mountains and a big field between them, and it had, like, a shrine, like, all the stuff. I love that. That's the best of, feeling of that. That feeling of yeah. layers. I kept of on, like, like, turning around and being like, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. I found, I played, I mean, I played the game a ton and, you know, uncovered the whole map and done all the shrines, and I found a stable in the, in the this mm. is a spoiler for an area of the game, a uh, stable in the jungle I didn't know existed. Mm. I, I found a stable and a really cool oh, yeah, wooden jungle. bridge, and I'm like, I've crisscrossed this whole area. How did I not oh, yeah. know this was here? But it's kind of like nestled in like a hill under. I'm some starting trees to do the and... like outskirts of the map now, like <laughs> yeah. like all the little islands and stuff. Right. Um, but my the theory, so they're just in the game. If you get 120 shrines, you have to choose. You can either have 30 hearts, and then that gives you two and two fifth stamina wheels, or you can get three stamina wheels, and you can only get 27 hearts. So my theory is that the DLC they haven't talked about yet will be 12 extra shrines, mm. and that that'll allow you to close the gap and get hearts. what you're missing, either 30 hearts or three full That's a good theory. With story though, they said it's story, but well, I think they could DLCs. add shrines. Yeah, I thought I think it's the second one adds story stuff. Yeah, yeah. what do you think that's going to be? I, I think right, it's wait, hold on, hold on. Right, right, Playable right. champion. We don't want to get too. It's not just a Zelda podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum, the not game of the year watch, uh, the lowest rated game of the year so far on IGN is oh, Double it. Dragon Four. Yeah, Aww. three and a half. Double yes. Dragon Four, the disappointment. Yeah, I exactly. Less than a four. <laughs> I just want an awesome. Modern Double Dragon, well, modern game. retro, well, yeah, yeah, like, like modern like, retro. I used to say, like, that. I want the shovel knight know, of Double Dragon. I don't know how you mess it up. It's like yeah. just make that game that was made yeah. thirty some years ago, and I'd let your girlfriend get punched in the stomach and carried yeah, off, and go beat everyone up, beat and everybody up, and rescue her. I don't know, they mess it up. Or boyfriend. Uh, what if it was a Metroidvania? A Double Dragon Metroidvania? Hmm. Well, like River City Ransom. That might like, work. You get a, you get that tornado <clears throat> yeah, like kick, and you get to break through a certain type of walls. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's not the worst idea. I wouldn't idea. play it. I just thought you might like <laughs> it, Damon. Why wouldn't you play it? I don't know. I don't like Double Dragon. Double Dragonist. All those brawlers Double are just Dragon. quarter munchers. Here's a preview of uh, big games coming out over the next quarter, over the next three months. Prey is coming mm. out in May. Yep. Was, I played the demo. It was fun. Oh, you, I didn't know you played it. You played it at Dice, right? Mm. Oh, you are, well, you already skipped ukulele. Does that count? I didn't skip it. Ukulele's coming oh, out. I thought you were going in order. I thought <laughs> not going in order. This is just games coming I, out over the next. I'm going in Damon's order. Yeah. You want to talk about shrines again? Yeah. <laughs> ukulele yeah. is coming out mm-hmm. uh, next month yep. in April. Yep. Uh, Rhyme is coming out, I believe, in May. Finally, which is another. It'll be interesting to see how you know. Either works. Yeah. After we've played Zelda, you know, that's another like. Kind of seems open world fantasy. Well, it's also yeah. got you know witness. It's a very it's puzzly. Yeah. It looks know, really it's, close to the witness. It looks gorgeous, honest. and I'm very intrigued. Yep. No climbing, no deal. <laughs> I know. Line in the sand. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, and uh, Lionel in the sand. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to hit with Stasis Plus. Yeah. He's never seen one. He he did have seen one. He saw Wait, one last night. I took a photo of it for a Zora <laughs> woman. Uh, Fire Emblem Echoes 
Oh yeah, comes out in May. I well, think. there's also uh, Injustice and Tekken are somewhere in there too. I think. Or both well, I mean, May. now you're just now you're just listing games that are coming. Well, those out. are big games. Well, for us. are they going to be Game of the Year? Is is Tekken <laughs> whatever going to be Game of the Year? Injustice probably. Uh, I feel has, like Injustice you know, could be a yeah. bigger audience and yeah. a fan base for it. Tekken. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what if it has a cool bear in it? Or is that Virtua Fighter? <laughs> anyway, <It's> Zelda. <laughs> I think Fire Emblem Mechos will be the King, first kangaroo. The first big 3DS game to come out since the Switch is out. Yes, so I don't definitely. Know, but like, it'll be interesting to see. Do people want to put down their Switch and pick up another Nintendo handheld to play this game? Yeah, like that and Pikmin are huge question marks. <clears throat> like, like what it will feel like to go back to? Because I've even been, I've been like, that oh, that Pikmin I, game looks awesome. The Pikmin game looks yeah. great, but I've been putting out like there's like a couple last things I could do in Yoshi and Poochie that I thought I would do post Zelda, and I'm I don't want to go back to my 3DS at all. Like even picking it up, it feels weird and the screen seems really small yeah i could have helped you made that decision <laughs> so uh they i like how a bunch of armchair analysts are like and including us we're like we're the experts we're gonna tell nintendo what to do and then they release mario maker on the 3ds and it sells <laughs> through the roof like it sold so well mario maker on 3ds did yeah i didn't know that yeah, i didn't even know that because it was like a, a gimped version of the game right and it's like it just it's like okay maybe nintendo well, a company that's been around for a hundred years the, but I mean, they made the so test, many to play the it's test is pokemon game. because pokemon yeah. came out pokemon black and white 2 still came out in original ds after 3ds was out yeah pokemon so has always gone after install base the rumor is you know pokemon stars and there were these job listings yeah. that seemed to hint at them doing something for switch but if the next pokemon game were to still be on 3ds that keeps the 3ds alive for at least another year yep You mentioned Mass Effect. I did. Uh, the big question on my mind is, is, Ma- is, is this the end of Mass Effect? Is Good Mass Effect Andromeda the last Mass Effect no, game? No People way. are no. still buying it and playing yeah. it. Thanks. It'll, I bet I you also, it's still number one in MPD. You think it'll be number one? Well, maybe Zelda will actually. In March? Yeah. No, because it was at the end of the month. Okay. Mass Effect is Zelda. No, no, Zelda's limited by its console. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, really yeah. tough for Zelda. Yeah. Unless they roll up the skew. Zelda with, won't I mean, be number one yeah. because it's an exclusive. Multi-platform games yeah. always. Yeah, but like everyone who bought a Switch bought it. So if you figure they sold two million Switches, Zelda has two million off the bat plus whatever's on Wii U. I think three million. I think it's for a Mass crazy. Effect. It's actually a crazy stat. Like only eighty-nine percent of people who bought a Switch bought Zelda. What are you doing? I know. It's like, well, what are those eleven percent doing? I mean, like they're <laughs> Shovel Knight. Wait, they, is that a thing? Or are you? That's a real. That? No, that's a real stat. Yeah. What? Yeah. But that's always like there's people that bought an N sixty four without Super Mario sixty four. Like, that's yeah. when you're like pilot. The, the, that's poll results <laughs> just being completely. Yeah. Off. That's that's people that's babies just clicking through the poll. Yeah. 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 <laughs> know what they're doing. I mean, eighty-nine um, yeah, I mean, percent like an insane attach rate, but still, people, people, people love the Mass Effect series, and for good reason. You know, they like the music, they like the alien races, like that feels like you they know, like a, the boning. A, yeah, and they like the boning, <laughs> and and uh, uh, returning to that universe or that galaxy um, feels like a return home for people. Like that's a franchise, it's a different that, galaxy. Yeah, that people. There's, have a, there's your problem. Well, and right that, that I think that's the whole. I think you nailed it. So though. I like think, I think people want Andromeda two or whatever they call it. Like they're people are going to give that game. People are going to be on board to to but see Bioware and make it. They're right. I think you're talking about two de- separate things. DTP like, down to play more. The <laughs> ETPM. Yeah, the, uh, the name Mass Effect means a lot to people, and I agree. Yeah. And that part of it feels like coming home, but it doesn't seem like Andromeda does. And I haven't played it, but I don't know if I, I think the first half of what you said is true. I don't know if the part about them wanting Andromeda two is true. Maybe they want them to explore another new galaxy and kind of start over yet again with the Mass Effect. <laughs> no, I just, think, like I just think there's like some do people love Ryder enough that they like? I don't know. I haven't played the game at all yet, but yeah. like I, it doesn't seem like just from hearing reactions. It's just that a franchise that people have a lot of goodwill for. Like, so I love Dragon Age Inquisition, but a lot of people kind of didn't. Like their reputation on it is kind of mixed. But that's another franchise that people just really love and they want to be great. 
Yep. There's some stuff that I just set a sense that people are ready to just bag on and hate on. Yep. And then there's some that. stuff that people really want to love. And I think Mass Effect is a franchise people want to love. Ex- except the conversation about Andromeda is entirely negative. Yeah. Yeah, and it was at the end of Mass Effect Three too. Like everything you're saying That's about Mass thing. Effect was true up until Mass Effect Three. But like, which is why, which is what led me to ask my yeah. question. Like, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I think it's fair, and I, I think that that's a series Come that <laughs> had, it, it, it just had such a sterling reputation, and then exactly. it, it one and two suddenly after three, like People it were became super antagonistic towards like Bioware. The excitement for Mass Effect was at its peak right up to the launch of Mass Effect Three. Yes, and then. The you know that was such a debacle that ever since then people have been so down on Mass Effect. They took yeah. five years to make Andromeda, and now it's the lowest rated game in the series. And the conversation about it is entirely negative. So it's like, what EA is going to do? All right, go back to the drawing board. Spend another five years making another Mass well, Effect. It does put them in a tight spot. I think you're right. Who's saying that writer? You were saying writer Andrew is not you know a classic character. Oh, you I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm but again, I'm like just, we're speaking yeah. from a perspective of like sort of the fan conversation. Um, that does put them in a tight spot because they're like committed to like let's say Andromeda Two or whatever they call it is an incredible game. It's back to being a nine out of ten or ten out of ten. You're still sort of forced to like you're forced to experience this not quite as good game to jump into the story, you know, well, to get back but into But leading it. up to this game, and I t- always rolled my eyes at it and thought it was BS, but they kept saying this is not the start of a new trilogy, and I was like, yes, it is. That's oh, stupid. Okay. But maybe it's not. Like, maybe they really will just leave it at this and and kind of take their losses and, yeah, and jump into something They're else. probably having yeah. very, very hard conversations right now about do we do a sequel to Andromeda or do we take Mass Effect somewhere else? Especially if the new IP that Bioware is working on does super well. And then it's especially like, Scoop. well, maybe we lean into uh, that so we'll see mass effect 4 it's coming <laughs> they just go back <laughs> that happens Shepherd's all the time back. that's the assassin's creed i don't novel. think so yeah <laughs> no that, that does happen yeah. uh, i do want to play mass effect like i i love those games i even love three uh like i really do love mass effect but it's i it's crazy because it's so busy and you and i were talking about this yeah. i feel like i don't want to put 80 hours into a game when i know that horizon and near and all these experiences people love are out there or even just more time in zelda it's hard for me to want to sink time into a game that yeah. a lot of people feel like is just okay. You know, after d- after Double Dragon versus Battletoads, they went back to <laughs> Double Dragon Four. That's, That's actually true. true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I loved Mass Effect One and Two. I was to- I thought uh, Mass Effect Three was totally lackluster. So I was like, t- going to take a wait and see approach to Andromeda. Now it seems to be a total dud. But I've got Zelda. I want to get back to Horizon. I want to play Persona Five. I want to finish Gravity Rush Two. So yeah, I'll see yeah. you when I see you, Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like a game, man, I understand why companies do uh, DLC and all that stuff, but it so feels like a game to wait for the final, like, it's in, it, it's going to be patched a couple times, it'll fix up some of the issues that are people having with it, because it's more than just the animations, by the way, like, people are complaining about, like, I can't complete this mission, it's bugged, like, mm. so that's a reason to wait, and you know they're going to have story DLC and some other stuff, like, I'll play that game next year, when it ha- whenever it has its Game of the Year edition, or okay. Switch. Yeah. it won't and, be Game of the Year edition, but whatever they call it. That's totally, I love the games they're doing that now, like, Final Fantasy 15. Just released that new. Yeah. Uh, That's another one I'm gonna wait Chapter on. 13 fix, and now it's like that changes the whole game. Like now is the time to go back because they have all the character stuff coming out, and That's I think it's really cool. I stopped waiting the chapter before that. Yeah, I mean that was probably smart. So I'm gonna wait. I'll play that game on PC whenever, whenever it has its Super Edition two. Yeah, Super Edition two. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, hey, hey listeners. listeners. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Nick Manillo from Clevelandish, Ohio did. He says, I don't know enough about Cleveland to, to refute that, but that doesn't sound right. 
not he's Cleveland, not from Cleveland. Clevelandish. Yeah. Oh, I understand. He says buying a Switch is almost impossible now. That sucks. Or at least impossible for $300. My local GameStop told me they'd be out until mid-April unless I order a bundle. For $455, they'll sell me a Switch, Zelda, with the Season Pass, and Strategy Guide, Snipper Clips, and Shovel Knight. That's great. And I'll get it in about a week. About everything you need. He says, I frequently shop. In a week? This isn't a bundle like an Uncharted PS4 that comes from Sony. It's separate items put together by the store. Yeah. Although the value isn't bad compared to the total cost, a five-day turnaround means they must have switches in stock, so it feels like they're holding them hostage in an attempt to make extra money. Oh, for sure. I was interested in what your thoughts would be and if you think this deal is fair or foul. If switches are going to continue to be this scarce, should orders go through Nintendo directly? They did a Whoa. NES Classic. GameStop did the exact yeah. same thing. You, Bundles. You could get this weird bundle that had, like, a book about Nintendo history and an extra controller and like an extra portable charger and all this stuff for like 200 bucks when it was a $60 console. Mm. And that I was like, well, that sucks because that defeats the whole purpose of this like stocking stuffer thing. For Switch, I don't think this is that egregious. I think uh, it's obviously in a retailer's best interest to to do this. And they're holding and the cards. Those are literally all of the games I think that's you true. Need. Both Simper Clips on. and Shovel Knight are awesome. Yeah. So. It really depends on what's in the bundle, right? Like, because it's usually, I mean, that's been the tactic for years is here's three things you want and these two things that are kind of, nah, I don't care about these. Yeah, like and then Mad they, Cats controller. Yeah, like yeah exactly. they force you to have the Mad Cats controller. But if it's like, I think I saw one that was a Switch, Zelda, a Pro controller, and a download code for Snipper Clips. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah, that's all the stuff you're going to buy anyway. And But you also need to check the price and make sure they're not yeah. like marking it up another 10 or $15. Yeah, um, uh, yeah actually, I, 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 Added up the cost of all of that stuff, and it seems to be about four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's so. the same. Yeah, as long you as think, here's a weird way to think about it. But if they if they don't do that, they're selling to flippers, and the flippers mm. are just going to Target every day, and they're buying all of them, and then they're selling them for the same like amount dolphins? of money for nothing more. Yeah, <laughs> no people flipping on eBay. Um, they they just you know buy it at retail price and sell it for five hundred bucks or whatever, and like that sucks too. And yep. retailers aren't solving that problem. Yeah. Uh, maybe the bundles kind of like eat into that a little bit, and so they get some money out of it. But like the consumer is still seeing like all switches are five hundred bucks. That sucks. I mean, I understand. There, I like, wish there was a way to say like one per person. Like I don't have one, but like there's they, no universal. Well, system they could, but just, just Target doesn't care. They just want to sell them, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like TDC Target don't care. <laughs> TDC. Um, we were talking about GameStop, but sure. I'm uh, I'm super sensitive to somebody like you want to play Zelda, don't want to play it on your Wii U. Like people that really, really want to switch and can't find one like that sucks. That's the worst feeling. Um, but I would say like as we're recording this Wednesday morning, switches went in stock at Best Buy for a little while. Yep, They were in stock for 10, 15 minutes and then sold out. And every single one of those switches that was sold is one less person. That's, you know, hunting at their local Target. and yeah, like, Or they I could think, all be going to eBay with them. That's, that's the true. thing. That was the problem with NES Classic was that th- uh, that was my attitude at first, yeah. too. I was like, oh, Brutal. eventually supply or demand will die down. But it never did because they're still, even now, yeah, what are they, they still resell for like 85, 100 bucks. Are you which serious? It's not that now. big of a markup, but it's big enough. Post Switch. I just think we'll see, yeah. like, you'll see a Switch be in stock for four minutes at Best Buy. And then in mm-hmm. a week or two, it'll be six or seven minutes, then 10 minutes. And then I don't think we're that far away from... You know, most everybody that wants one being able to get. They're it. also weird. Uh, like, so Amazon has a thing called Amazon Warehouse deals, and if you yeah. go, if you go to any item on Amazon, you can usually hit like available from eight other sellers, and if you click, the top one will be Amazon Warehouse deals, like and it'll say, products, right? yeah, they're either returned or like um, there was a scratch on the dock, so someone sent it back, but it works perfectly. And like, I got my TV from Amazon Warehouse deals, and it was like new, Same. and it came. Brand new and sealed. Yep. I have no idea what was wrong with it, but it was eighty dollars off what it would have been. And I feel like. Why are you telling people about this? 
<laughs> if I ruin it, your thing. I was gonna say like Cisco, who I sit next Just to, kidding, was great. looking at Amazon warehouse deals, and they have switches in stock that say used, but they're seventy dollars off. And you know, you also need to be, be very careful on Amazon. Specifically, there's fake sellers. Yes, totally. Yeah, the ones that are like get a brand new switch for ninety nine bucks and they have zero yeah. feedback. Probably yeah. an order from that guy. Be very careful. Buyer beware. Hey, listeners. Did you know you can rent video games from home with GameFly? Their selection is over 9,000, and you can keep the games as long as you want. Unlike the weapons in Breath of the Wild. They offer movie rentals now, too. For a free 30-day trial of the premium service, go to Gamefly.com scoop with an exclamation point. The proper spelling of scoop. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Game Scoop! All right, good news, guys. John, John from Salt Lake is about to give you permission... To start talking about Zelda again. Good. Uh, finally. And we're going to get to follow up with uh, some topics you guys were bringing up earlier. John says, I finally picked up a copy of Zelda. I have to say, the hype was correct. Every time I play, I get sucked into playing more and more. I have a few questions. Number one, when do you think we will start seeing Zelda's influence on other open world games? I don't think I will be able to play an open world again and be limited by walls and two-foot fences. Yeah, so you were talking about... Uh, uh, Red Dead 2 this year will be sort of a litmus test for other open world games but I also think like I know Ubisoft is going to have another Assassin's Creed probably at E3 this year are the developers are they in the studio being like all right, guys you got to program the ability to climb anything like fast go 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 I think there's one other important thing that Zelda does that those games are not doing and that's that it doesn't give you everything on the map and even Horizon did this you go to a tower Mm. and it shows you everywhere to go yeah. And this game does the exact opposite. It never tells you where to go. And that's so important. It makes it so much more fun for us to all come in here and have different experiences and say, I found this last night. No way. Like, if everything is just a dot on there's the There's a training map, ground over there, and there's five just little in, like, games. Yeah. Yeah. Or even permissions. You're the waypoint. Like, yeah. I'm over that. They're, like, vague I'm enough. I'm so tired of that. Like, uh, make it an interesting world that I want to explore, and I'll, yeah. I'll explore it. Your tweets are, like, some of my favorite Zelda tweets because, like, you keep yes. describing it as just, like, these little micro-adventures, basically. Basically, mm-hmm. and that's what the game feels like. Like, even the most simple discoveries that you would have in another game, like finding whatever a new town or a stable or something that's essentially not that important, feels like monumental. And you feel like you're like, I'm playing my flag and I'm the first one who's ever found this, even though you're obviously not. But it <clears> feels so like coming, like you were saying, coming uh, over a mountain and looking down and realizing there's a shrine or, or realizing there's something you didn't know about is so cool. That's what there's so many little like that. So you climb up to a tower and in a lesser game or not a lesser game, but in another game, a less inspired game, climbing that tower would put, you know, points of interest all over your map. And what Zelda does, it's not that different, but it's a subtle difference where you have line of sight to four or five or six interesting things you can see. And then you put the points on the map yourself. Like mm-hmm. every single tower, and I'm so positive it's deliberate, you can see at least one shrine. Yep. Every high point. Yeah. That's how well that and, game and works. Sometimes only at night, like yeah. only when the orange shows. So they designed that brilliant. line of sight. So when you're up here, like I can see an enemy camp over there. I can see a shrine here. I can see, you know, a neat thing behind me. And then I, I was putting stamps on my map constantly. So you're building your own Zelda map as you go. Yep. Even and that's why. Starts tipping you off too, like just water. If yeah. there's water in the middle of like a hilly area and there's nothing or else, an yeah, island in out. water, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was I played Zelda so weird because I I still have barely done any story stuff at all. I filled in the entire map. I found every single tower before I did a single story thing in that game, and 
it felt so much more rewarding because now as I am slowly filling things in, I can always teleport to the general area where I want to be. Um, Shrines and, being a fast travel uh, is such an underrated reward. And the paraglider. Like, that's just the reward. paraglider in that's general, the, the ability to start high and go low and have to plot out the stamina you have and think about how you're going to get there mm -hmm. and to find a shrine in the map and be like, okay, which is the closest to where I'm trying to go and where can I paraglide? Which is at a high point? Like, it's just so smart. I would actually love like please tweet at me if you don't like zelda because i've yet like Zelda's seriously it. like i think he well he said like the hype we, was worth it comments on uh, uh game scoops youtube channel about it a little bit it's really interesting because i want to meet I someone conversation about it. i want to meet someone who doesn't feel like the hype was worth it because I'm, I'm genuinely interested in, in the negatives to this game i mean i've heard it's my game of the year it's probably my second favorite game of this generation um after the witness and uh but the complaints i've heard complaints from people to say it feels like a very lonely lonesome game you know mm. they miss like you know fee was sort of terrible and too much but like some sort of uh just not having the game feel so lonely get the wolf link amiibo yeah get the wolf well, and that was like the witness and no man's sky had a lot of people saying that too and even firewatch where like yeah, you no. feel like you're isolated yeah there's That's someone in the office yeah that is interesting there's someone in the office that doesn't like zelda i'll tell you i won't, I won't reveal them them. here I'll tell can you we do 20 questions about the person in the office that doesn't like Zelda? anyway to john's question when when all these innovations in breath of the wild when do we start seeing them pop up in other games I know it takes a while it to takes make a video so long. Game. Yeah, I feel like the first time you're going to see something, like everyone always is like, oh, like Battlefield 1 ripped off, blah, blah, when it really didn't because development can't work that quickly. Oh, yeah. I yeah. feel like the amount of time it will take for people to actually rip something off is probably two years. I'm not I mean, that's totally how convinced we're going to see it either. Yeah. Like Zelda very much feels like a brave, unique thing of its own. Like I can't imagine that the you know Assassin's Creed after the one that's presumably coming this fall will just completely throw it, you know, throw the design in the bathwater. Well, because it breaks. Through. Like what they did for Zelda yeah. could never happen in annualized franchise because you couldn't. Those invisible walls exist because they have to limit themselves because otherwise the game would be in development forever, like Zelda was. And like I think that's why Zelda took so long. It's because of the polish. It's because of filling in, making not, it so you can go anywhere. It's not the same as like being like, oh, Z targeting. That's a great way to do combat in 3D. Like yeah. it's a very hard thing for someone to ape and mimic. I'm not sure yeah. we're gonna see too much of it. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. It's stuff like uh, the Nemesis system in Shadow of Mordor. I expected yeah. everyone to steal, yeah, no and it. I've been waiting. And now Shadow of War is the next game to do it. Like, and it's <laughs> yeah, so it's sometimes I think <clears throat> things are harder to implement than we realize. Do you guys think? Are you a baddie in Shadow of War? Yeah, you're told you're you're like making an orc a army mm -hmm. and then you're forging a ring of power. <laughs> Maybe don't yeah. judge an orc by its cover. Maybe they're nice. Maybe they're they're good all orcs. orcs universally are evil. Yeah. Wow. Every single one of them. Yeah, they're bred to be evil. <laughs> they could have a change of heart. I guarantee you they're gonna have, they have a heart. Orc. There's gonna be some good orc crust. <clears throat> there will be a good orc, and it's like uh, the the super mutant. What's his name? Fox in Fallout Three. He was a he was a good boy. Oh yeah, that's true. Even though all his friends were mean. All right, this is Mike Gwilliam. William with a G. Oh. oh. He says, was, well, I was wondering if you find cheat codes to be extinct nowadays. There was once a time where a game menu had a screen where you could input codes or button inputs in order to unlock new items, levels, etc. In fact, I think game companies try to do away with anything considered cheaty. With Fallout 4, there was a glitch where you could sell way more items than you actually owned and make an insane amount of cash. The, the glitch was patched. I bring it up because it was kind of comparable to the missing no glitch or cheat in Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his question is, do you think cheats are not as common anymore? And if Mi so, missing why? Missing no is a, a uh, bug. Yeah. An exploitable yeah. bug. You know, this um, reminds me of 
The Legend of Zelda, mm. Breath of the yeah. Wild, oh, the arrows, <laughs> and the way to get infinite arrows. It's so great, and a way to earn rupees. I need to do Cheats that put into games are my favorite oh. thing ever. I love them, and they're still in PC games. Fallout uh, has a huge host of cheats because it has a PC console, mm. and you can put in stuff and just spawn an item or uh, give yourself more life or anything like that on PC. Yeah, I feel like we should and define really those, those separate terms. Like I feel like uh, the exploit in Breath of the Wild and, and kind of the stuff he's describing and missing no exploits are different than cheats. Exploits are different than cheats are different than glitches. Like yeah, I feel like yeah, there's definitely true. three. Like the Zelda thing feels like a glitch because it's when you tilt the camera in a certain way they just can't hit you and it doesn't feel intentional. Whereas like the rupee exploit, that's built, like you're supposed to be allowed to play that bowling game. It's just mm -hmm. that people figured out where to stand so you get it's an exploit. rupees every time, yeah. Yeah, it's exploiting a hitbox. Like yeah. cheats, like way back in the day, cheats like the Konami code, right? Up, mm -hmm. up, down, down. Left, you're like left, Justin right. Bailey. But there were still uh, exploit cheats then. So like pausing the game in Bomberman after you fire a sh or oh, Blaster yeah. Master yep. after you fire a shot, <clears throat> and then you are Mega Man and right, you right, unpause right, it right. over and over again. Yeah. It hits every single time. Like that's like a yeah. cool glitchy exploit from that era. Uh, Justin yeah. Bailey was a coincidence. It's not Maybe. actually meant to be. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah we Metroid. don't know. That's the Metroid uh, cheat yeah. uh, code. And for Metroid, the, they yeah. just programmed in codes possibly for game testing. Same with uh, uh, Kid Icarus. There's like Danger Terror Horror in there. And then uh, Icarus fights Bedusa's Angels. But yeah, those are like codes that maybe were in there for testing or maybe as a joke. In Japan, that was all in the Famicom disk system was saved. So you didn't need codes. So they, add, they had to add them. And they added them in the localization. I will say to yeah, William. Yeah, games don't have them that much, but I love them. And Shovel Knight has really cool cheat codes. Yeah, Shovel Knight really does. Well, I mean, that's like one of the many well, things I mean, that throws yeah. back. If you if you want that, if you're starving for that, um, not necessarily for play, but watch speedruns because the way people find exploits mm -hmm. and the way people find skips, it's city one so cool. AGDQ is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just great. The way that he manipulates the game. He, he's on like three missions at once. Um, no, I mean, for me, I think back to a game like Goldeneye. Where, like, you never, ever played that game without paintball mode on, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, when you were playing multiplayer with your friends. And then, uh, like, just layers, like, layer after layer of cheats that were rewards for beating levels. I think you would unlock a new yeah. cheat each time you beat a level on the highest difficulty. That's like the skulls in Halo. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And like there was one, like the final cheat that just gives you the keys to the castle. And I think it was, you could set sliders for like how accurate do you want the enemies to be? How much health do you want them to be? You could make them impossibly hard or really mm -hmm. easy and then play through the campaign missions that way. Like, man, like I guess I understand why like a developer doesn't want to hand over the keys to their game. But like what a way to add replay value. I'm I hoping Ukulele will have it because uh, Banjo-Kazooie had really, really cool But keys. that cheat input was awful. Yeah, you had to butt stomp on the, yeah, the yeah. whole area. And they weren't so, for years. If you really, yeah. like Grand Theft Auto is one of the best-selling series of all time. Grand Theft Auto V is like the most popular game we probably cover. Mm -hmm. yeah. It still is. And our wiki is really popular. And the cheats page is really popular. It's one of the most popular pages anybody at IGN's ever worked on. And that should give you an indication when you're making a game about what people like about games yeah. and I know they love the playground nature of GTA but they like it also with cheats mm -hmm. and just entering these stupid <clears throat> little cheats that change the game is really fun. Sometimes it's fun like I'm playing all of Breath of the Wild in the Nintendo Switch shirt from the DLC and like uh, I was talking to Max I'd earlier. i some easter egg for never taking it off. That would be cool. It, well I was talking to Max earlier about playing Final Fantasy 13 2 wearing the Mass Effect armor <laughs> and like I, I think it's really funny doing that. It doesn't affect the game at all. It's mm -hmm. just a little funny cosmetic thing and like that's what I miss about cheats. Like those little like big head mode and stuff that like yeah. doesn't necessarily affect gameplay, but it's just a goofy, fun way to break it up. Some people think that achievements killed cheats. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because so, they disabled them usually. Usually, I'm well, so a yeah. So on on the one hand, uh, getting a lot of achievements, having a high gamer score, became the sort of like new like cool street cred among hardcore gamers, mm -hmm. and also meant that if you were cheating, it's sort of like. 
Yeah. It meant that your achievements didn't even matter. Yeah. So Again, smart if they have time to implement it though. Like if you have cheats on or you do something in binding of Isaac that's not like that you that's not the intended way to play, it just disables the achievements. Yeah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And you can yeah, just go back. That's true. Yeah, I think I want to say GTA forward to that. Some other there's nobody there's there's that. certain um, games like Spelunky I think about even? like the Sims or Sim City. Like nobody plays those games legit. You do it, you do the code to give yourself mm -hmm. a ton of money and then you build, 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 build. Like that's the way that people play those games. It's such a part of the game. Anyway, more cheats. M-O-A-R cheats. You'll like this, Sam. I was actually doing a little bit of research on this topic. And way back in the day, uh, you know, developers would put cheats in their game to help them make the game and test the game mm -hmm. so they wouldn't have to play through the entire thing to test their levels. That's great. And then when the game was done and it was ready to ship, they were so worried they would mess up the code that a lot of times they would just leave the, the cheats in there. Oh, so like, they were rather than have to go have to back into the code and dig out all the cheats they put in, they just taking left out, it in. Taking out the debug, so that's yeah. that's they actually just left it in so and shipped cool. it that way. A lot of now that you yeah. say right. that, like uh, there is a way to access the debug menu in like Sonic Three, where yeah. it's like level exactly. select and give yourself infinite, and then it had like music the levels that Genesis. in the game. One of the weirdest parts of this job is when you see a demo of a really early game with a dev walking you through it, and they like turn on the cheat menu really quick and like fly you through a wall and it's like oh my god you <laughs> yeah. just totally ruined oh, the so illusion cool. of this game and that brings us to video game 20 questions i saw you doing a little 20 questions motion there. yep that's the 20 questions i was doing the 20 questions our suggestion this week comes from matt in minneapolis all right let the questioning minneapolis begin. matt we call him minneapolis matt can you see your hands <laughs> yes not it's uh not <laughs> <guys. laughs> <Just can't believe. laughs> uh and, and what do you do then? let's get the years okay uh so is it after what is it january 1st 2000 hmm? is it released after january 1st 2000 no Ooh. same 90 was it released after january 1st 1990 yes no thank you and you can see your hands only 80s kids only 80s kids with hands uh is this game mostly associated with being on the nes no was this game ever in arcades? Yes. Is this game pre-1985? Yes. Oh, well, dang. I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Pac-Man. Well, yeah, it could be Pac-Man. You don't have hands. Yeah, uh, in, yeah, I guess you wouldn't have hands in the game. Well, in some interpretations. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so it was in arcades. It's pre-85. It's not associated with the NES. Is this a Japanese game? Uh, no. Ooh. Whatever. Right, I mean, that label was... Yeah, there's plenty. Cinematronics, Atari, Midway. Yeah. Well, you can see your hands. I mean, they didn't even invent hands until like '85. <laughs> really fast. Um, is this a? Uh, is is this? Uh, I don't know. So, did, do we know it's on the NES? Because that would really help me. We can ask. Was it ever on the NES? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay. I mean, is this game? Is this game considered like when people think about this game? Is it an arcade game? Yes. Yeah. It's like I wanted to eliminate any sort of weird PC game. Cool. Is this pre-1983? No. That's 10. Wow. Okay, so between 83, 83 and 85 is a really weird And you have hands. Yeah. That was right when the, that was right in the crash. If this is Dragon's Lair again, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> We've had it on before. It's okay. Space Ace 2. Yeah, that's, you're right. That's Could a really weird Ace. time. That was a really good question because that eliminates all the classics. All I feel like this is like my legitimately might be my biggest blind spot is, is this arcade a, uh, game from 83 to 85. <laughs> <laughs> um, does this game, is it a, uh, I don't want to go that far. Is this game known for its graphics? No. Okay, so it's not Space Ace or anything like that. Is this game played from a top-down perspective? 
Hmm. Uh, not in the sense that you're asking. Interesting. <laughs> God is always <laughs> looking down at you. <laughs> well, it's not Robotron. That was probably too. What year did Robotron come out? 84, because it's uh, based on 2084. Mm. 100 years ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, you can't. Yeah, I guess you can see your hands. So in. that's why I was going there. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, is this a sci-fi game? No. All right. Um, is Cubic? Is it? Yeah, I bet it's Cubic. Yeah, that game was made by Gottlieb. That's U.S. Um, but he doesn't have hands. He just has weird, weird what? nose. Does he not have little hands? He has limbs, right? He has yeah. legs, legs and a yeah. nose. Yeah. He has, sun- he has sunglasses. He's super cool. Uh, <clears throat> did this game have um, uh, um, sequels? Um, not really. <laughs> Every answer is vague this week. Every single uh, one. Is the developer still making games? No. Fifteen. Five questions to go. I don't know if we're gonna get this. I'm useless. But we're in the zone though. Oh, I know. It's just it's a Western-made arcade game from the. Mid '80s and the devs gone. Yeah, I mean they're all gone. And you can see your hands. Is it an Atari game? Uh, no. Okay. Because that would make it really easy. In that late Atari era. Um. Would you? I don't want to waste it. We're getting too late. I know we only have four, and, and those include guesses, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I know. Yeah, if you guess wrong, you only get one guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam is it? Oh, to know if. Go ahead. Is it based on a license? Yeah, yes, soft yes. Good, Ooh. good. What the hell? Soft yes for Star Wars. Wars? No, no, that no was he said not sci-fi. It's not sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is fantasy in space. So there's like all <laughs> kinds of stuff then. <laughs> soft, space doesn't equal sci-fi. Don't tell me about Earth. Star Wars. <laughs> So there's like so all these side scrollers from that era, like Golden Axe. Well, that's yeah. that's right afterwards, but like uh, Rygar, Rygar. Is there anything called like uh, Handy Boy, Paper Boy? Hand, that's Atari. Hand Spot. Um, hand spot. House. I'm just thinking of hand names. <laughs> what are you doing? Why? Hand. You can see your hand. You're just saying words <coughs> with the word hand next to it. Three. Soft, yes, unlicensed. What are some famous licensed arcade games? That's what I was trying to think from about. the U.S. Three questions in the early '80s. Um, Man. you can see your hands. Yeah, that's great. But it's not top down from the normal, what yeah. you would expect perspective. <laughs> so it would be that's side scroller, probably? Yeah. Not what that means. Or like no, fighting? Is that. there like fighting game stuff where you would. Top down from the. Uh, do you. is do you Should we ask the vehicle question? Does that even help? I like the shooting question. <laughs> okay. Well, but that's not going to help me. This is yeah, really like, all I don't you. think yeah, it would I'm be a shooter if you can see your hands. Like, I feel like that. It's not like it's an FPS. Maybe your gun could be in your hands. Uh, is this game in our 16 1 cabinet? Uh, wow. I, I'm. I think so. Think wow. so. Got a one in sixteen shot. You really narrowed it down. So it could be like I, Mr. Dude. It's got. It's got to be in that. No, game. that's Japanese made. Mr. Dude. So, oh, so, so it, it sounds like, like a top arcade game ever, and it's lightly based on a license. And you can see your hands. Mm-hmm. And it's not sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They don't make games. They're just Japanese made. Yeah. Developer is not making games. Sorry. And developer is not making games. And it's not Atari. I thought Popeye was Nintendo. And it's not Burger Time because that's from 1982. And that's made in Japan. And it's not, it's based on the classic series of films, Burger Time. <laughs> so, top down, uh, do, you, do you pilot a vehicle in it? 
No. This is it. No, because that eliminated a bunch of the games in there. Is it Persona 5? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Can with you your last question, one, Damon? can you get this one? I mean, Sam is all you. going to kick yourself, Sam. Oh, I, I know. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's not. We got it. We need, a, we need a guess. I don't know what's in our cabinet. I, 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 it's not well, sci-fi. Or I can just reveal, I could reveal the answer. You know, all is it, um, you systematically eliminate. So what are the games in there that are sci-fi that it wouldn't be? I don't think it's in that cabinet. Ah, Saboteur. I said I'm pretty sure it was. But. Yeah. I think it's something like Commando or something like that. But Commando <clears throat> is made in Japan, so it's it's really hard. I don't really have Should to Should we reveal the answer? Is you got to at least guess. Is it going in the loss column? I'm going to be mad. I'd at least guess. Dan's going to be mad. We gotta, I'm probably going to never have heard of it. <laughs> uh, is it... No, that time... Everything's Japanese. <laughs> is it Frogger? No, that's that's not right. All right, I know it's not... Can <laughs> you see your hands in Frogger? <laughs> I guess yeah, are you still guessing or are you no done? no I can't get it okay released in 1983 mm-hmm. published not developed but published by Bally Midway root beer tapper it's just tapper okay got it. Uh, loosely based because it was like a partnership with Budweiser yeah originally. that's not I don't think that's in that cabinet no it's not we don't have okay. tapper in there no. we do not have so tapper we, so technically we won that 20 questions right. yeah. so I don't think so we don't have tapper in our, in our arcade cabinets no. alright well I was wrong with that one but I don't know if that would have helped you uh, I definitely still would have gotten it wrong. <laughs> yeah, so like the camera's kind of like up above the bar. So, so that threw me off so not, much. Not, so yeah. it's not top down, but it's not like side rolling. Yeah. Unclear perspective. It's like yeah. straight on more than it's the not perspective like it's three is not, It's not real. If that were a real space, it would not make You would see their feet. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see the multiple bars that he has to work, which is really difficult. That's, that so was the camera really, would have to be like way up top. That was a really good one. I'll give it to myself, but you don't have to give it to us. <laughs> no, I don't think you got there. That was Matt from Minneapolis. I did get it once you said Midway. Yeah, well. So. Okay. What's the, what's the wiki going to do with this one? You guys lost. Uh, yeah, we yeah. lost. Definitely lost. Oh, it's a, but I'm glad. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm happy with myself. Oh, Because I love that game. And, and, and yes. I'm happy difficult. with you too. I'm going out right now to see if it's in our cabinet. It's not. <laughs> I'd be really surprised. Real quick before we go, we've already talked about what we're playing. We've all been playing Zelda. But Sam had the good idea to talk about what we've been drinking yeah. this mm. week. Sam, do you want to share first? Oh, yeah. I had a really... So I'm on a kick right now uh, with a Rauch beer or Rauch beer. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's smoked beer. It's so good. I've had it's that. Like, I didn't even know like that's a, what it was called, but I have tried it. Yeah, yeah. You Some people smoke their beers. And it's never sweet usually. It's usually just like a regular mm. like nice beer with a little bit of like bacon-y smokedness to it. Mm. I really like that. And there's all different varieties. And it's really good with, a say, a sausage and french fries from uh, Germany. That sounds great. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's been uh, drinking, Andrew? So I went from being a functional alcoholic to oh. not not really. Uh, borderline. But uh, I haven't had, include a coffee or I haven't a had tea? booze in three months. Uh, but tomorrow I'm gonna drink again because uh, okay. I have a friend from New York coming in. So as of tomorrow, we got I'm gonna Andrew throw back. It's March 30th. Yeah, some or kind or of cocktail. Yeah, cocktail. I don't like the. I don't want to go in too hard. I don't want to jump into anything too yeah, crazy. Yeah, you're gonna get I'll drunk. Probably, real I'll fast. do like vodka soda. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get drunk immediately. It's gonna be bad. No, uh, I'm a member of a club called the Napa Valley Distillery, mm-hmm. and they send me oh, yeah. quarterly shipments of uh, sort of craft. Cocktails and booze that they make. And my uh, most recent shipment came with a Meyer Lemon Vodka. It's very good. And it's meant to be as sort of like a table sipping spirit before your meals because it kind of opens up your palate. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. So I'll just have like a little ounce. Was it uh, distilled right from dinner. the lemons as some vodkas are? Yeah. yeah. It's like a very that's really classy good. drink. It's only available to people in the club right nice. now. Oh. Yeah. It's very exclusive. It would be good in a Bloody Mary, but it would probably ruin the effect. 
Justin, you're a double dad. What yeah. do double dads a, drink these days? As a as a recently anointed double dad. Do they even get a chance uh, to do I, any drinking? I, occasionally, I'll have a I'll have a coffee in yeah. the morning. Just some occasionally baby. a coffee. Maybe a hazelnut coffee. Yep. I yeah. enjoy having a delicious spicy water, which mm-hmm. is what we call carbonated Ooh. water. Yeah. Ah, yep. uh, yep. I get Soda water. from the local Safeway. Oh, they yeah. have a variety of types of spicy carbonated. La Croix. Yeah, we like well, I've that. never had that, but everyone, everyone in San Francisco oh. seems to love it. It's I like it. We get it, the, the taste is too subtle for me. Okay, yeah. mm. it is, I like the cranberry, like... raspberry, Safeway <laughs> brand, spicy water. Okay, yeah. Um, good. No, I mean I don't. So here's my thing: is you know I'm not not drinking, but I don't like to drink when I play a video game, mm. and I don't like to drink when I'm watching something because I get mm. bored. I ju- I'm just bored if I drink and watch something and drink and play a game, and those are the only two things I do at home. <laughs> yeah. I really, I uh, if I'm working from home, like writing or doing some work, that's when I like to enjoy, like, uh, like I have some Four Roses whiskey. And, well, and that's what I miss. Like, I don't miss binge drinking. I miss, like, a beer with dinner. Like, that's been the hard part. Because this is the longest I've gone without drinking <clears throat> since before I drank. So it's going to be weird. But. No, I don't. And I also, my okay. wife's not drinking yet um, because she's nursing the baby a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. with her, I don't know. I just, I'm just not really drinking very much. <laughs> and that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. When next we meet, it will be April... We'll officially be in Q2 of 2017. Thank you. You too. I know. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.